What's wow. your favorite cereal? Mm. Kicks. Kicks? What the hell is wrong with you? Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Last week for Producer's Choice. Yeah. Dolan brought us, this is from your Tavor, is that right? Yeah. Is that um, how you say it? Tavor? T- Tavor, Tavor. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, Tavor, I Tavor. think. Yeah. It's a good app. You can, they have new beers every day and you can order them from all over and from my understanding, a lot of these are just canned mm. only and some of them are Tavor exclusive, so... Mm. Yeah. So this one is called Cinnamon Roast Crunch. Cinnamon Roast Crunch. Naughty like sauce. Naughty sauce. Naughty sauce. So I, I'm just repeating it because it was fun to say. It is fun to say. That's definitely a golden stout. It is. It's a golden stout from a golden milk stout from Noble Ale Works in in California. I don't mm. know if we have we ever had a golden stout before. No. No. That's a, that was a lot of what I've chose this month was stuff that we haven't haven't tried yet, mm-hmm. minus the lime bandito. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, which was still very good. I still remember that one. Uh, okay, so if you smell it, and then you smell, Brian brought a uh, bonus mm-hmm. cereal. Yeah, cereal, actual cereal, C- cinnamon toast crunch. There it is. Kind of yeah. smells the same. This smells like boozy cinnamon toast crunch. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cinnamon up front, for sure. I see why they call it uh, Whoa. a stout. I, that's mm-hmm. weird. It is this weird, is isn't it? trippy. It messes <laughs> with your brain. You're expecting it to be like a lager. Or like a, it looks like a hazy. That's what, mm. kind of, yeah. yeah it looks kind of. I am a cinnamon freak. I love cinnamon. You like some cinnamon. Oh, mm. yeah. If, if you get me a like a barrel-aged stout with cinnamon, mm-hmm. I'm in hog heaven. So this is pretty good. I'm, I'm down with this one. You just If you close your eyes, next time you drink it, close your eyes and try that. Uh-huh. See if it tastes different to you. Oh, I just tried a little bit, and then I ate a cinnamon toast crunch square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's very close. Mm-hmm. It they, better be close for what they've done with the name in the can. Mm-hmm. It better I, be close. I don't understand how they haven't gotten a cease and desist yet, quite maybe, honestly. Maybe they have. Maybe, maybe they we'll have. help them get one. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll hey, General Mills. Yeah, there's this thing going on over here. It's <laughs> mm. naughty sauce. Mm. So mm. Noble Ale Works, uh, located at 6121 Sinclair Street in Anaheim, California. That's right. Uh, Platinum Triangle area just off Catella Avenue and the 57 Freeway. Uh, I, I did read, it says it's located in Stadium Plaza Business Park. So I thought, oh, like stadium. The stadium? Yeah, like, baseball. Yeah. Like where Anaheim plays, yeah. or Mike Trout, you know, and, and, and Joe Madden and those guys. Now, Pool it's, holes. it's close, oh. but well, it's not that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's close. Close is good. Yeah. yeah. So I wrote down a few of their other beers because mm. Naughty Sauce is a series. Okay. So I wrote down some of the other kind of series that they have. Okay. Big Wig is their IPA. Big Wig. 
the naughty sauce is a stout sort of series, different flavors or whatever. Tongue tickles. Well, that's their sours. <laughs> so tongue tickles. Yoga pants. Mm. That's a series that they do. Okay. Which was like, um, I think, I wrote this description down. This makes sense. Yoga pants is their naughty sauce, which is their stout. But it also has pumpkin. It's a basically pumpkin spice latte version of a stout, which makes a ton of sense. And also makes it be called yoga pants. Go and read my mind here. I need more of this. Yeah, already. Yeah, this one's going down faster than last week's. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't burn. It doesn't violate your throat. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. I don't know. It's it's violating my throat. <laughs> it's great. Do you like it? I love it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, me too. It's so good. Uh, this has Saigon cinnamon in it, oh. which is, I guess there's two or three different versions of cinnamon, but this is more of a Chinese cinnamon. Wouldn't that be Vietnamese? Maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah, that where Saigon right. is? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Ho Chi Minh, now it's Saigon. There's an Asian cinnamon, and there's one like more of um, like Moroccan, I think I've, I've heard about. Oh, I think, that? yeah, yeah. Which is a little bit redder in color when you're seeing the actual ground spice or whatever would that be actually from morocco i think so hmm. um you got this off tavor right yeah okay so i saw some other places that sold this online oh and i'm guessing at least from this one place i did not write it down but maybe this was at the brewery itself so maybe this is where this price came hmm. ten dollars for a 25.4 ounce crowler whoa whoa that seems like a good deal. That seems that like a really a good deal. Really good because deal. Because the other one, the other website, which is not Tavor, but this is another one I've read before, have seen, is called My Beer Collectibles. Okay. So it's hmm. another one of those hard to get beer sort of thing, or you, you know, you you want a beer from New York, but you live in Idaho, you can use that website. They had two cans of this for twenty dollars, but you get a free COVID face mask as well. Oh. Ah. So they're sweetening the deal. Hmm. Does uh, it look like the cinnamon toast crunch that'd guy? Be, that'd be sweet if it did. <laughs> the like tongue the sticking out. Little yeah. eyeballs. And it was just a generic old mm. one you'd see at the hospital. Mm. Uh, hours for this place, Monday through Saturday, 1 to 7. Monday through Saturday, 1 to 7. Yeah. California's weird. Yeah, isn't that strange? Yeah. 1, through, one to 7. Hmm. So get in, get out. Here's... So uh, interesting. I'd love to try the others. This on the can itself, it says mm. cinnamon roast crunch is our classic naughty sauce, a traditional golden milk stout with coffee. So their traditional naughty sauce is golden a coffee stout with coffee. That's weird. Yeah. Um, Not when, many people make golden stouts. No, very. I've only. Mm. I can only name maybe two. I don't know why. I'm just. I am like sipping it so it lasts longer. That's how I'm kind of doing the same. But, but it tastes so good. <sighs> It takes you back to being a kid eating sugar cereal, but now you're a grown-up, so you can have it with coffee and alcohol at the same time. <laughs> it's your wildest dreams come true, and put conveniently into a can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. I I wanted to not like it, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why. Okay. They seem somewhat pretentious Oh. on their website. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm judgy. Maybe. Well, yeah, you are. I am. Well, okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But. So what was rubbing you the, not the right way? First on the website, one of the first things you see is archetypal, archetype, archetypical, archetypal. Okay. 
First of all, I can't even say the damn Yeah, name. so we don't even... we got to look that up. <laughs> Archetypal. Strike against Anaheim it. beer, comma, E-S-T, apostrophe D, established. You can't mm-hmm. even spell established out. Come on. Right. M-M-I-X. 2009. Just say it. You, oh. you started in so You didn't like the Roman numerals. I didn't like how just like, look how cool we are. Archetypal established 2009. Yeah. I, I just... Come on. All right. 2009? 2019. M-M-I-X. 2009. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think you're right. Two M's. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so founded in 2009 by Steve Miles and Jerry Kolb, Kolbley? K-O-L-B-L-Y. Kolbley. Kolbley, yes. So I connected the dots here, so follow with me. Okay. okay? So Steve Miles, Jeremy Kolbley. We're going to go Steve and Jerry. Okay. Uh, Jerry's LinkedIn profile lists him as the co-founder for Noble Airworks from 2009 to 2014. Okay. Okay. Now he's the general manager of Island Restaurants. Oh. So something happened. Yeah. He ain't Mm. there no more. Okay. Whatever happened. He was previously the general manager of Newport Beach Brewing Company from 99 to 2008. So he was there for, you know, nine years. Yeah. Left. Started this with Steve. Yeah. Who was an attorney. Yeah. And listed, he's listed as the CLO, so Chief Legal Officer, okay. uh, of, of this, of this uh, brewery here. Now, I get these emails all the time here at Atlas where if you give them, you give this place $2,000, they will write an article about you in the Silicon Valley Review or oh. whatever. Pay right? to play. Absolutely. Okay. It appears that that's what happened here. So the most I could find about Steve Mills is co-founder... CEO slash Chief Legal Officer, Noble Ale Works, a land use attorney. Miles got interested in brewing craft beer commercially when he represented Newport Beach Brewing Company and other craft uh-huh. brewers on legal matters. Met that guy. There you go, right? So I got to know, this is a quote from him, I got to know the Orange County brewing industry that way. I'm a home brewer and a native San Diegoan, so it's kind of in my blood. Yeah, San Diego has a lot of breweries. Okay, well, there's, uh, there you go. So then... This is where it gets it gets fuzzy. Okay. 2019, some guy named Brian Rasso, R-A-U-S-O, resigned as the CEO. Now, I couldn't even find where he, he maybe appointed or, took over yeah. or who he is. He was previously the CFO. Okay. Brian then went on to co-found Green Cheek Beer Company in 2017. Interesting. So he left a year later, went and started a new brewery. Right. Must have been some beef. There was some maybe. I don't know. It happens. Maybe. Uh, in 2016, before this guy resigned, Noble, Air, Noble Ale Works won three medals at the Great American Beer Festival. Gold for a American-style IPA called I Love It. Silver for, this might be one of the best Goza-style names I've ever okay. heard. It's called Goza Busters. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. German-style sour ale, so that one is silver. And then bronze for new, uh, uh, Nobility Imperial IPA. Mm. So they're Imperial mm. IPA. Went. Nobody makes Imperial IPAs anymore. So you can tell that was a while ago. And this was like, yeah, just four years yeah. ago. So, and then somehow, I don't understand this either. Maybe I, just, maybe I didn't connect the dots enough. Uh, in 2017, a new head brewmaster was announced. His name is Brad Komenek. Yep. Jay Komenek. But on LinkedIn, there's a guy named Evan Price, who has been listed as a brewmaster from 2012 to present. Mm. And he was listed as a brewmaster... In 2016, when they won the the, awards. the medals, yeah. So, I don't know that. Yeah, there's a lot of. If this was uh, like 
detective show. There'd be right. a lot of strings that aren't attached here. Yeah, a lot of loose ends it, that are not tied up. A it, board with all the pins, uh, pins in it. There's the, just some strings hanging down right the, now. What's the guy's name from? Uh, uh, oh, it's Charlie. always sunny. Yeah, Is that Charlie? Charlie? Yeah. Where he's like looking and yep. that's the meme, right? Yep, that's the one. Trying to figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. I don't know. I just, here's the thing. I didn't want to like it because I didn't like, but I like the beer. Yeah. Maybe it's just, this is California and mm. I'm Midwest and so yeah. I just, I don't understand. Could be. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. I understand that I like this beer. That's oh, exactly, yeah. that's I love in the, the end. Oh, God, I'm a cinnamon I love freak. this beer. <laughs> I'm honestly, I've already thought like three times. I'm going to rate it a five. It, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it, so good. It's like the can says. Like, I want to I wanna watch some He-Man cartoons. Yeah. And then we can play some Super Mario Brothers on Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then next year, we can do all that with the new He-Man show on Netflix. Oh, that's coming yeah. Out. I can't wait for that. It'll be really good. Kevin Smith, baby. That's going to be great. Yep. Um, so, usually I try to go against the grain on my research. You know, if it's obvious, I mm-hmm. usually don't do it. Sure. So yeah. this one, I was like, I have to. I have to do Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Because that's what it looks like. <laughs> and Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> is my favorite cereal, as Rich was just showing us on the mic there. Uh, I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I have always loved it since I was a kid. Mm. Now, Dolan, you might not remember this, but Rich will probably remember it. Remember when there was chefs what? on the box? Yes. And they had white hats, and then there was, there was three of them, kind of like the Keebler Elves. Mm-hmm. And then it dropped down to just one guy with white hair. Yep. And now it's this, whatever this is, which is basically just the cinnamon swirl guy with Yeah, they a eat face. each other. With that, yeah. And they eat cannibalism. Yeah, they eat yeah. each other. Yeah, that, that was the best part about the commercials that I remember yeah. being really little and seeing on TV was just the... Cinnamon like weird homicidal <laughs> cereal. They're bowl. just killing each other, and, and you and know what? It makes you want to just. And you're like, I want to do that. I'm gonna kill them all. <laughs> I'm gonna crush them, <laughs> crush them. All right. So I did a little research on the cereal itself. Okay. Uh, in French Canada, I almost said Canada. It's called Croquet Canel, which that's is too, I guess, fancy. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Sure. Croquet is, I think toast or bread um in uk curiously cinnamon that's what it's called curiously yeah those brits and it started in 1984 general mills created this cereal so that's it's only been around about that long i was 10 i was six (laughs) so dolan was negative negative 20 20 negative some yeah um they say in a bowl with milk you can hear a snap Kind of like Rice Krispies. Really? Yes. With this, because it has rice in it, which I've, just like that. I, I guess I've wolfed it down before I've heard it. I've never sat and listened to it. I just eat it. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, in Poland and Russia, this is sold in bags, not in a box. Hmm. So it's it's not necessarily the you know, like the generic cereals that we have. So is there milk, right? Is the milk in a bag? Yeah, milk I think is in so. a bag. Like, right. Yeah, I don't remember honestly, but I, I know it is in yeah. in Australia or Canada. Mm-hmm. One of them, both, maybe, maybe like straight yeah. out of the udder. We're mm-hmm. one of the very few Warm. countries to sell <laughs> it in a jug. That's so <laughs> Chewy. Um, the cereal was created, and this is this is, I guess, this is kind of the beginning of food sciences, I suppose. Okay. Created by scientist, it doesn't say chef or anything like that. Created by scientist John Mendesh and mm. product manager Elizabeth Track. 
So they, what they had was a radio contest. General Mills had a radio contest in the 80s, like 83. And they basically said, hey, kids, listening to, I'm going to use my radio station as a kid, KFRX, which was like the hot pop channel of the Mm, 80s in Lincoln. Hey, kids that are listening to the radio, call in if you have an idea of what kind of cereal you would like to eat. And some kid called in and he said, I want something that tastes like cinnamon toast. And they were like, Genius. you are on to something. Elizabeth, the product manager, was there. And mm-hmm. she's like, ooh, I like that idea. Yep. And then John says, I think I can do it. Hmm. So it hits the United States in 87. And it hits the UK in 88. Okay. So it took them a couple of years of research and development to get mm-hmm. it just right. Yeah. Um, then there have been, let's see, one, two, three, four, five different offshoots of this cereal. Okay. There has been chocolate toast crunch. Okay. I'm not, I don't think I'd be a fan of that one. All right. French toast crunch. Seen this. Yeah. I would, I've never had it, but that sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut butter toast crunch. Oh. So peanut butter and cinnamon. That would probably be pretty good. That would do it for me. Frosted Toast Crunch. That's like Frosted Flakes version. Okay. Mm. And then the last one they had recently uh, was a couple years ago, Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch. Oh. So that might be pretty good. It's more of a fall one probably, yeah? yeah? Okay. Uh, luckily, no Pumpkin Spice Toast Crunch yet. As of yet. <laughs> don't don't mm. sell them short. It's Maybe coming. John Mendesh is working on it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a serving of this is three-fourths of a cup. Right now, I, I feel like as a kid, I ate more than that. And as an adult, when I eat cereal, I eat way more than three fourths of a cup. Yeah, come on, I'm I'm a third of the box kind of guy. Get out, yeah, a big bowl. That's uh, 130 calories. 170 calories if you add a half a cup of skim milk, which you usually don't do. No one drinks skim no. milk. It tastes like water milk. No, Ugh, it's like yeah, it's yeah. not gross. Ugh. Three grams of fat, one gram of protein, but no cholesterol. So it's basically good for you. It's like a salad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a salad. Hmm. And then we talked about just the chefs. Those were like the original mascots of the cereal was the three guys. And now we're to this sort of thing. And they have the commercials on TV feature these guys running around doing stuff. The little yeah, the yeah. toast crunches. Right. Can you call them that? Toast yeah. crunches? Yeah. <laughs> TCs. Crunchies. TCs. The crunchies. I don't know. It's enlarged to show texture. I, they always say on the box, enlarged to show texture. Because somebody sued them at one point Probably. because it wasn't like, like, oh, that's false There's not nine pieces of cereal in my box. I wanted huge ones. I want a full toast size <laughs> piece of yeah, in exactly. my box. You got to make your own. Yeah. But yeah, so that's General Mills, and that's my favorite cereal. What's wow. your favorite cereal? Mm. Kicks. Kicks? What the hell is wrong with you? I, I love kicks with kicks. honey. Do they yeah. still make Weird. kicks? Yeah, you just kicks with honey. I, I, man, I put honey right on cereal. Kicks, it, kicks. it's the best thing ever. I mean, there's a thousand cereals I thought you'd say before kicks. <laughs> kicks. I haven't had kicks since like 1982. Mm. I love kicks. <laughs> I don't know All what right. it is. Okay. But do you have some at your house right now? Uh, I do not. Actually, I don't eat a lot of cereal. I, mm-hmm. I really don't like uh, my wife eats a ton of cereal. She has six or seven different cereals oh, in our she's cupboard. She's got a rotation. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does. And um, she recently found out that she is allergic to sucrose. Oh, so weird. That's not good. I've been liking it because I've been getting like kick cereals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So put honey in it and, it and it's amazing. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not an overly sweet 
like guy in general. What I if don't... they had spicy cereal? Would you eat that? Mm. Well, I wouldn't put it in milk. Yeah, but true. I, I think they do have spicy cereal. It's called Chex Mix. Oh, <laughs> that no! Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> you, you, yeah. I Rich, guess if he wants to be technical, yeah, that's um, true. My my favorite. <coughs> oh. Last week's coming some, back for you. I got some cinnamon toast crunch. They're mm. coming back at me. Breathing uh, cinnamon. Yeah. My favorite is uh, Golden Grahams. Oh, Golden. It's very similar to this. Very as far similar. As mm. yeah. The design of it. Now, that's changed over the years. I went through an Apple Jacks phase. What's the oh, worst cereal? Okay. Do you remember Mr. T's? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the. What was it? The O's, C three PO's. Yeah, those weren't very good. No, they didn't taste very. And good. then they had the Batman O's. They were the mm-hmm. same ones. About the time of the I, Keaton Batman. I had the Batman, the Batman Oreo mm-hmm. once. There were Oreo Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't have Oreo Cheerios mm-hmm. cereals when I was a kid. Uh, my wife loves the uh, Cookie Crisp. Oh yeah, huge fan of the Cookie yeah. Crisp. I remember the tagline of one of those commercials was "That's a well trained dog," because <laughs> it would go get the cereal and bring it back. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. it was Cookie Crisp. Um, grape nuts is the answer. Mm. That shit is disgusting. Grape no, nuts? no, 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 no. Yeah, it's, it's not, like eating rocks. No, it's not terrible. You let it soak in the milk for a little bit, mm. and then it's and, and then it's it just tastes as, like oatmeal. It's almost as good as kicks. <laughs> hey, hey, you now. could mash up the kicks and oh. then <laughs> snort it. No, no I, I I think the worst cereal out there is pops. Kellogg's corn pops. <sighs> the pops. It just. I didn't mind that. Mm. Uh, do you remember know. as a kid of the, you you, you might have been still been eating cereal. Remember when Rice Krispie Treats cereal hit the market? Oh yeah, that was a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. You'd be you dump it out in the bowl and you might get four pieces. It was mm-hmm. just like someone <laughs> took a fork with a crispy treat Junk. and just went and then they threw it in your bowl <laughs> and that was your breakfast. And oh god, that was good. Uh, that's my wife's favorite. She likes uh, the Rice Krispies or the Cocoa Krispies. Cocoa Krispies. Mm, yeah. That was my yeah. dad's favorite. Cocoa fruity Krispies. Pebbles was what I I've eaten oh, more geez, fruity those, pebbles yeah. in my life. Yeah, than any Fruit other loops. cereal. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Yeah, those are so Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. Captain Crunch. Yeah, Captain Crunch is good though. Crunch Berries. Never had that. Really. The Crunch Berries. Mm-hmm. That was, and then they did all Crunch Berries, mm-hmm. which I'm sure the dentist loved because it just shredded your teeth. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms mm-hmm. is good. I still have some of that at my house. Mm-hmm. Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. We have. We go through a lot of Cheerios at my house. Talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The all marshmallow box. Mm-hmm. That'll shred your teeth pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rich, what's the worst cereal for you? Oh, you said boy. grape nuts? No, no. I, I don't mind the grape nuts. He thinks it's good. Um, mm. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the mini wheat. Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Just not a, even or the frosted brand. when they try Get to that out of here. I don't mind the I don't mind the brand. No. It it it's necessary. Are you a, speaking as a forty year old person I'm or are you speaking, speaking as, as a, a kid? Nearly fifty year old person. <laughs> I will say raisins in my cereal just kills the mood, man. Yeah, like, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you're having a bad day when you get raisin yeah. in your milk. And they're starting off the day usually with cereal. Mm. Or ending. Sometimes mm. it's for My mother in law loves the raisin brand. Mm. She eats it all the time. I do like the special K with the strawberries. That's pretty good. Okay, well, you're not a man anymore. Oh, oh boy. Darn. Special K, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I wow. guess if he has to eat Sam's leftover cereal, yeah. then just take whatever he can that's get. A, that's a man thing. You're like the garbage disposal <laughs> yeah, of the household. Yeah, true. So that's true. Yeah, it's going right. to go bad. Well, I better eat it. <laughs> you get it back. You, you're, okay. you're fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> well, that was good. Um, that was real good. Now, what do you have over there? So I've got the bonus beer. I assume you got some more. You got some more research. Here. I do have research. We're gonna go with the bonus beer here. So I yeah. brought 
when Dolan said he was going to bring this one, mm-hmm. very cereal-based, uh, uh, yes. I thought, okay, I just had a cereal-based Imperial Milk Stout from Weldworks that will blow you away. Yes. Mm. It's called Saturday Morning Tunes. Yep. It's a, it's a milk stout, and it tastes like... It just—it tastes exactly like what you would think it would taste like. See, now that looks like a stout. Wow. Because it's dark. Yeah. So, so our brains aren't going to be tricked. On Bonus beer, thanks to uh, to Weldworks in Colorado. I mean, just pouring it, I can smell strawberries. This is this is your jam all day long, twice on Saturday. Mm. So why is that? What what makes a golden stout golden? The, ro- the malt. It's the malt. not roasted. Like this is roasted malt, hmm. and okay. that's not. That's the only difference i actually just had an uh german beer that it was a dunkel it wasn't an october so it's a roasted german yeah too roasty it was too roasty for me and i didn't think that was a thing yeah and it was you like coffee dark coffee yep it was Hmm. too roasty oh i like those dunkels are good so this is generally yeah imperial milk stout so Mm -hmm. we're probably i don't know what what was the abv on that one does it say five or six five point four What's that one, Dolan? This one is... I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. 9.8.2. 10.7. Holy smokes. Okay. Twice. Yeah, two times. <laughs> two but times it, the it's fun. a stout. That's an, it's an imperial milk stout versus the golden milk stout like we had. So I thought it would be a nice juxtaposition. Ooh, yep. I, already, I already like this one because it says fine-tuned beer, and then it's got your... Uh, the volumes. Your, your, the your, volume knobs yeah. and the EQ mm-hmm. knobs. Yeah. That tastes like, basically it tastes like a Neapolitan. It does. It's as good really? as I can describe it. Strawberry so, up front, chocolatey at the end. It has a bowl of cereal on on the front of this can. It's the Saturday morning tunes, and then it's got a bowl of cereal with strawberry milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. What, uh, did they did they tell you what cereal this I is? It kind of tastes like Frankenberry. A little bit. Yeah. Frankenberry. I think they just wanted to go for that cereal kind of flavor. Yeah. I think they learned from their friends down the street that if they get a little specific, then maybe they might get a cease and desist. Right. And so this was just drink some cereal for the breakfast. Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> That's good. Isn't that an interesting, though, like milk stout with cinnamon mm-hmm. and coffee mm-hmm. to this now, the stout, the yeah. imperial. Like it's... Yep. They're the same but different. They're in the same family tree but yes. different branches. It's like cereal in your strawberry ice cream. Yeah, it doesn't it taste oh. like Neapolitan? Yeah, to me. And then one it's creamy, which is that milk part. That's why it tastes like mm-hmm. ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more strawberry mm-hmm. than oh, yeah. than the Neapolitan maybe ice cream sandwich you'd get. Mm-hmm. But mm. one night I took this and I split it with a Yeti which is from uh, Great Divide there in yep, Colorado. I'm sure so is. I did half this, half Yeti, and then I put a scoop of vanilla ice cream in it. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That was heaven. I Sounds never, pretty good. It's like I never wanted to come back. I was yeah. like, well, I'm done with life. It's Uh-huh. I've had a good one. Here you like, go. Like they said, you know, you grew up, you can have the cereal with your alcohol. There you go. Yeah. You're going to have ice cream with alcohol. Why not? Ice cream with alcohol is actually I've never had an ice cream with alcohol that that hasn't that's been bad, I guess. Right. Mm. Yeah. I've never had alcohol that's been bad. <laughs> <laughs> Even last week? <clears throat> Even yeah. last week. Oh, there yeah. we go. We I made like, it. We I, made it I ended up liking that one. We that, made it through. That one made me feel alive, <laughs> and I'm that's what I'm always looking for. Uh, so here's my research for the episode um, on something that I wanted to learn about, and it wasn't cereal, because I knew about this. Like, okay. That's my jam. But on the can itself, I looked at it, and I was like, I know exactly what that is. That's, that's right a, here. That's a Jackson Pollock painting. 
Oh, it is very really? splattery. Boom. Isn't it? So we're going to learn about Jackson Pollock. He was born, he's a painter. He was born in January 28th of 1912. Whoa. And he died on very soon to this episode date. Actually, we've just missed it. Hmm. August 11th, 1956. Just last month, yeah. He, um... Of when, 56? Yeah, 56. Okay. So he's been gone 60-something years, right? 64. Okay. He was in a drunk driving crash. Solo car. Oh, son of a bitch. He had, uh, as some artists do, uh, some demons, and uh, mm. he uh, fed them... With alcohol, as you oh. did back in the fifties, it mm. was uh, so he was the drunk driver. Yes, of a solo car deal. Okay. So, all right, he was born in Cody, Wyoming. You know where that is? Um, it is southwestern. There you go, Wyoming. And I'm, well, I don't think there's a whole lot of art scene there, especially in you know what would have been like 1925, kind of in the middle of nowhere. So he moved to New York City, and he also kind of lived all around the United States. He's known for this style of painting that's called abstract expressionism, which I don't know. I've, I've seen his paintings before, and I was like, I could do that. Yeah. But you can't do that. Oscar could do that. I think so. I think he's done it. So Maybe. Here's, here's how he made his paintings. And if you don't know about them, basically I would call it, if you've ever seen in a movie somebody who's a painter, like that's their job in a movie, and they're wearing those white overalls, yes. and they're covered in paint. Yep. That's what his paintings look like. Hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it just looks like a bunch of hazard. Like, someone spilled some shit, and that's what we got. Okay. Correction. Northwestern Wyoming. There you go. Close so you to were Yellowstone. West. Yep. Oh, yeah. Close to Yellowstone. Is that like Very Cheyenne close. County, maybe? Um, Cheyenne's more south, isn't it? I, well, yeah, it's 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 far from Cheyenne. It's actually the opposite side of Cheyenne. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're, you're not watching Yellowstone. The yeah. TV show, good you lord, do that, you huh? need to watch that. Please, uh, please continue. There's a place in there in Cody, Wyoming, called the Buffalo Bill Center of the West. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Buffalo Bill Center for me, that's in, uh, in that in Ogallala. Yeah, there is one of those. Well, yeah. it just says of the West. I, I heard oh. he brought his rodeo show there. Oh, for sure. Quite that's a bit. where he was. Mm-hmm. Was in Wyoming, based mm-hmm. out of there. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, for. Jackson's painting style, basically what he would do was he would stand above the canvas. So most painters that you think of now, it's on an easel or whatever, and they're looking at it, right? Okay. So he would put it on the floor and stand over it and basically pour or splash paint on it, liquid household paint. So not even like oil paints or acrylics. He would have like paint you would paint your house with. So very liquidy, watery. Okay. And he would just dump it different places or splatter with a like a, with a brush and he would just methodically do his thing and, and that's how his paintings would book my wife does this when we have to paint rooms in our house mm-hmm. it, yes she does yeah. the same thing except for it's all over the floor not a canvas. on a canvas so next time get her a canvas and then sell it mm, there we go um they said so art people were torn between them like art critics because some people were like oh this is you can see the immediate creation of art in the way he paints because he's he's doing it right now and that's it there's no like touch-ups there's no five hours later i'm here's the tree i painted it's like this is it right now this is what i was feeling and allegedly that's cool for some art folks and others were like this is just random he has no thought behind it he's just splattering paint like you just splattered beer on the table 
Um, that's how. <laughs> that's art right there. That's how that works. So, in 2016, um, one of his paintings sold. He used to name his paintings, which a lot of people do. And then he did so many that he just started giving them numbers and names. Mm. So, in 2016, his painting called Number 17A sold for uh, $200 million. Wow. That's... And that's what makes some people mad about him. And like yeah. they feel like they could do it. We're like, okay, well, go ahead and do that and then sell it for $200 million. Sure. Um, the, he was a very reclusive guy. Never went out, enjoyed like, you know, you think about Andy Warhol, maybe a New mm-hmm. York artist. Super. From the 60s and 70s, very social, always yeah. had parties Party and stuff. Party guy. This guy, exact opposite. Just stayed at home, made his paintings, and drank basically himself to death. Mm. Um, he was married to an, an artist as well. Her name was Lee Krasner. And they got married in 1945, and then they moved to Long Island, New York. And that's kind of where he set up shop and lived for a while. Hmm. Um, he lived in Wyoming, he lived in LA, and then he lived in New York. Um, his most famous paintings came from 1947 to 1950. So we're talking right after World War II. Okay. And that was his drip period is what they call it. So that's when he's literally standing over the canvas, dripping paint from a can or bucket and making his paintings. And those are the ones that have sold for the most money. Wow. Um, after he died, like about three months after he died, they did a big retrospective of his art at MoMA, which is Museum of Modern Art in New York. Okay. And that was kind of when he first became prominent or a name that people might know in the United States, like across the across the United States, not just art people, but just regular people wouldn't maybe know about him. And then in the 90s, almost 40 years later, he had a huge show in London at the Tate Museum, which is one like London's biggest art museum. Mm. Uh, let's see, a couple other things. His last two paintings he painted um, in 1955. He didn't paint at all in, in 56, I think because he was he had gotten divorced. He was in a downward spiral at that point. So he didn't do a whole lot of painting, but he did start sculpture. So he moved from one art style Ooh, to another. Weird. His last two paintings were called Scent, and the other one was called Search. Um, he had an affair, at least one, that mm. was documented. And, th- and this is why we know about it. It was because in his car was his mistress and her friend. And his wife was in Europe at the time visiting some of their friends. So she was on vacation. Mm. And he was like, all right, my wife's gone. Mistress, come on over. Let's go. And got into his little sports car. And he was all boozed up, crashed the car. Mm. He died. I think the the friend died. And I think his mistress lived. Mm. I think of that. I think that's how I read it. Um, but that's kind of how everybody found out about all this other stuff and oh, whatever. Wow. Um you know about Robert De Niro? You know that guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, his parents were very famous artists in New York City around this time. Okay. Like painting artists. And his parents were really good friends with Jackson Pollock, mm. which is kind of interesting to think. Um, in 2000, there was a biopic made of Jackson Pollock, and Ed Harris was him. I seem to remember this, yes. And his wife was played by Marsha Gay Hayden. And she won an Oscar that year for that movie. For that movie? Mm-hmm. What was it called? I think it was just called Pollock, if mm. I remember right. Mm. And then in 2014, this is I wrote this down for you. There's a Jackson Pollock joke 
in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. And they were like surprised that it made it through uh, because it's uh, talking about Peter, Star-Lord, something basically along the lines, of, I'm just going to paraphrase it. Mm-hmm. They're like, your spaceship is a mess. Mm. And he's like, well, if you brought a black light in here, it would look like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> and that made it into the movie, and they were like, how did that happen? That's so, great. Yes, very, yeah, that. All right. You know what? I So I flipped through. I'm looking, as you're talking, I'm flipping through my phone, uh-huh. looking at different Jackson Pollock. Yes. I, I would defy anyone to, to paint like that. To, and and, and it, there's no way. It, it was, it's like one, that's one of a kind. Yeah. Especially at that time, though. I mean, you're talking about the 50s? Of Yeah, United States, or everybody is cookie cutter. and Yeah, I and, mean, the Bill yeah. Murray painting behind you, like, that's, yeah, you know, that's what I had imagined was selling most. Portraits and, yeah, yeah. landscapes, not... Right. I mean, it's it's very modern in a, in a way. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of am a fan. I like that it was household paint, not, like, fancy paint. You know sure. what I mean? It's like, yeah. Any, it's like, literally whatever. anybody could do that, but yeah. whatever whatever he could use hands on that... Yeah, that type of thing. I always give my wife <clears throat> crap because she do, she's a interior designer, and she always picks out paintings that are very similar, like the spiral painting or the mm-hmm. the splatter or drip painting style. Yeah. I mean, you're not really painting anything; you're just taking colors and well, kind of. That's the Jackson Pollock right there, right? So, um, you know, a lot of the houses that she styles is is with that kind of that kind of art, yeah. and I'm always yeah. saying like. What that that cost eleven hundred dollars? Like I could do it for you know yeah. twenty. I'll <laughs> like, do it for a thousand dollars. Try it. Try yeah. it. Yeah. It's, so yeah. I, I mean, it's it's the very it's very uh you, you're paying for the name there when it comes to that kind of stuff. There's a famous, I can't remember who it was. Robert Downey Jr. Maybe comes to mind. Okay. Somebody like that owns one of his paintings. They paid like two hundred fifty million dollars for this painting. Or Jackson wow. Pollock painting. Jeez. Somebody super famous has has this painting. There's art galleries in on East and on the co- I mean everywhere. But yeah, I mean, there's art galleries that I know of for sure in New York area, New Jersey area, where you walk in and like the cheapest painting there is like seventy five hundred. It's, it's oh, crazy. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen a Jackson Pollock painting in person. I don't believe have I've you? ever seen one. No, uh-uh. no, I have not. No, that'd be he cool to see though. He never sold them. From what I do my research. Did he you just never, give them away or whatever? Or he just kept them all. Kind of opposite of Warhol. Huh. He just kept them all and then they got into museums. Like after he died, his wife basically hmm. granted them to these different places there that they would have them. But he wasn't like a guy that was selling them on the weekend or anything. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's a very 80s style looking font that they used on there too. Mm-hmm. You definitely could have gone that route as well. But yeah. Like definitely yeah. like, uh, like what do you call it? Jazzercise. Yeah, it has that. Almost. Well, it has the, again, like purple, aqua blue, pink. Mm-hmm. Definitely an 80s, like, jazzercise video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was interesting that they went, because um, this is the classic Naughty Sauce, just golden, golden stout version yep. of it. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they kind of went with that, because it almost gives you kind of the, uh, I, I don't know, the Naughty Sauce vibe. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that logo it almost looks like a crown a above bit. it yeah a little you know bit. like i don't know it, it feels like there's some there's some sort of marketing thing mm-hmm. that i'm i'm not like maybe little king 
you know that restaurant here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what it reminds me of, the Little King logo that's out there now. When I saw the crown on there, I know it's the the Noble Ale Works thing, mm-hmm. the, the crown or whatever. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, I don't know why, but it reminds me of Bratz dolls or like oh. uh, <laughs> or uh, the Polly Pockets because they do the, uh-huh. the crown thing. I, I don't know. I think you're but, either way it's it's retro, right? Yeah. Definitely. For, yeah. Would what? you say it's archetypal? Archetypal. I mean, they said it is. <laughs> I think that was the word we talked about at the beginning. Oh so. man. Let's Google the definition of that yeah. before Ar- I say yes or no. Archetypal. <laughs> oh, I forgot one last thing on my notes. I just saw it here. Um, the reason he was famous, like across the United States. Okay. Because he had a big feature in Life magazine in nineteen forty nine. Oh. Which Back then, magazines, that was it. Like, if you were on the Saturday Evening Post or, you know, you um, made Life it. Magazine especially was huge. Yeah. And that was, like, how a lot of people, you know, farmers would know Jackson Pollock's name because mm-hmm. of this magazine. And they basically said, is he the most famous living painter because of that? And there because was a big that. cover story about him and stuff. And huh. That's how he became a household name. And then was only alive for, like, six more years. Hmm. So lived lived a short life, but then he drank a bunch of Coors Banquet and mm-hmm. rammed his tree. Uh, Probably not Coors tree. Banquet because he couldn't get it east of the Mississippi oh, back yeah. then. So mm. yeah, so it was probably martinis or uh, something. Probably mm. something fancy, something New York. So going yeah. back to the the Saturday morning Saturday morning tunes, I'm interested. Just what are you guys used to for Saturday morning tunes? Oh, Saturday morning cartoons. Oh. I mean, what, what did you guys oh, get? Man. Well, here's what I can tell you. I some of my very first memories are. Like my one of my very first memories was of a Saturday morning, okay, and it revolved around me playing records, which okay. specifically was a Hall and Oates album uh, that had Maneater on it. But I remember watching the Smurfs at that same time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So Smurfs was a big one. Muppet Babies I remember watching oh. as a kid. Saturday was a day that mm-hmm. my mom would sleep in, so we would get up and we would eat cereal quietly. And watch cartoons with the volume way. Oh down. yeah, yeah, to have yeah. it wait and get real close to it. And that was when you had when you turn on the TV and go. Ka-dum. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that. So you have to go turn the yep. down. And you, yeah, you turn the channel mm. on the with TV the with clicker. the knob. Yeah, because you didn't dunk, have remote. Dunk. There was no cable no. back then. So no. No. that was what you had. Those those are the ones I remember. And then I remember a little bit of like GoBots. Oh yeah, and Danger Mouse. Go-bots. GoBots and Danger Mouse. GoBots was so they were so terrible. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> just like the shittiest Transformers of all time. Yeah, mm. yeah. It just yeah they were they were horrible. You showed up with GoBots toys, which I did. That sucked. Mm. <laughs> that was not good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, yeah. I mean, Muppet Babies was one mm-hmm. early, early. My my earlier ones though were it were He Man. Uh, oh okay. Transformers, GI Joe, yeah. and that was after school too. But that yeah, Saturday morning. Do you remember morning. the like um, Silver Wings? I think it was called Silver Hawks. Yeah, that mm, one. Yes. that one was great. Yeah. Um, there was like the Blue Falcon. Oh, Blue remember Fal- that? Yeah. Mm. So that Blue Falcon good. actually showed up in the new Scoob mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Uh, what was the one where they would race each other? Where like wacky races? Yes. Yeah. All <laughs> the, the Laugh Olympics. That's yeah. it. Yes. Yep, those were good. That was a last resort, though. Like, oh, man, it's getting to be late. It's like 9 yeah. o'clock, mm. right? Yeah. 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, Cartoons have kind of trailed off. Already. Yeah. yeah. We should probably get dressed and go outside. Yeah. Uh, Laugh mm. Olympics is on. Okay, yeah, I'll watch we'll, this. We'll watch one wacky race, see what sure. Muttley's doing. <laughs> 
Well, and the reason I ask too is because the Saturday morning tunes on this can is is kind of Cartoon Network. Much yeah, much yeah. like Noble Aleworks, yep. the cinnamon roast crunch looks mm-hmm. exactly like the cinnamon mm-hmm. toast crunch. I mean, yeah. the the even the colors is the same. This one looks exactly like Cartoon Network. Cartoon, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, they're playing to an audience here. Oh yes. yeah, that's yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, like my Saturday night cartoons or Saturday morning cartoons, I should say. Ha- we're we like know any of these no. uh, maybe well, you'll know okay the ninja turtles oh yeah. well yeah that was around yeah, when we were ninja Turtle, yeah. the smurfs um mm-hmm. well, so you got uh, reruns you probably got what your dad liked yeah, true that's true yeah. yeah uh dexter's laboratory that mm. was saturday morning mm. well, that was all week but it was there code lyoko no no, no. speak is that english <laughs> it, it was oh. always code lyoko and then it was ninja turtles and what mm. code lyoko was was just a group of teenagers that um, uh, went to like coded. They like had like a thing, and they they would go through some sort of like matrix portal, and they'd go into another no. land, and no. they would fight off. It, no. it was like the Matrix turned into a cartoon with a bunch of teenagers, basically. We were like twenty. This sounds like a Matrix horrible came thing. out. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was great. My um, kids watched uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, Dexter's Laboratory. I watched. Get out of my laboratory, Mr. T's <laughs> gymnastics cartoon. Yes, that was great. Remember <laughs> Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? Oh fuck yeah! I, remember. Um, <laughs> I actually, I actually have seen some of the Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they had the actual like music videos in yes. the mm-hmm. Oh, they were great. Yeah. Yep. Great. Uh, uh, some so of the good. other Saturday, um, we had Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Uh, They're was, redoing that, by the way. It's I coming out next that. year. That was high school, like college uh-huh. for us. Ren and Stimpy. Mm. That's right now. Powdered Toast Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> log, Pinky in the Brain. Yeah. Oh, um, Power Powerpuff Girls. I was so into mm. Powerpuff. They're Girls. They're making that into a TV show. Oh, Are they really? CW with it's live action. Oh no. Interesting. And the one that I was always most excited for, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. No. Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm. My dad was such a huge like supporter of Yu-Gi-Oh because they would have life points. And so it would make you do math. Like they'd always start oh. with nine nine thousand life points, and then like if a monster attacked you with twenty five hundred attack, like a video game. Then you'd have to like do the math and figure out like, oh, oh no. my gosh, is somebody gonna die? I just no. gotta watch cartoons. Blue yeah. eyes. What was the dragon? Blue eyes. Blue eyes. White dragon. Blue eyes. White yeah. dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, and that's wow. Pokemon. When Riley was born, that Pokemon. was that was the height of Pokemon. I mm. remember I got when Riley, my oldest, was born. I got her a Pikachu. And I have a picture of the Pikachu sitting by her in the little crib. Oh, yeah. 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 That was early. I still have it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There, yeah, there was a few that I, I looked forward to Saturday morning, but yeah. Well, should we do Untapped on this real quick? Yep. Let's, uh, let's, let's do both of them here. Let's see. We'll okay. go Naughty Sauce, Cinnamon Roast Crunch first. I was surprised by this. 3,193 check-ins. Mm, not where do you that think many. We, where do you think we land? 3.68. I'm going to go... 3.82. 4.11. I'm, I'm going to go a four. I would too. I'm I'm going five. I mean I'm, I'm whoa. I've never had I've never had a golden milk stout. Oh, there you go. And if they're all like this, they're I, not. They're not? They're no. not. I would love it. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah. So let's see, Saturday morning tunes. Well look at that. I think I've I have checked this. Oh, there it is. I've checked it in. Here we go. I have checked this in one time, and I gave it... Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, you have checked this in, and you <laughs> actually scored it lower than me. Wow. That's really weird. That never happens. Really? Okay. 802 check-ins. 
Where do you think we're at? 4.04. 3.8. Even. You know how I said this is a fun juxtaposition to the mm-hmm. other one? 4.11. The exact same rating. Really? Wow. Yes. Wow. 4.11. 4.11 on both. Now, 3100 versus 800. Yeah. Okay. But still, 4.11 on both. That's interesting. You, Brian, checked it in at a 425. Mm-hmm. I went a 475. Wow. Uh, it's one of my s- higher ones. Yeah. See, when you when you didn't give your guys' ratings, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you guys rated it low, and I'm over here thinking how, because this, yeah. this mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah. This is one of my... I don't, I don't give out 475s much, and I rarely say. give out fives. Oh, and I always give them out. You're you're a five whore. Usually, you're giving fives out like ones. Yep, I'm like Leonardo on the boat. Bluffs. You need some of this money. These are fun coupons. Mm, that's right. That's what right? I call them. Fun coupons. Look at the bottom of that that can there on that Saturday oh, night. So tunes. It's just Saturday morning. Thick. I don't know why I keep saying Saturday night. Because you like to watch cartoons at night. You yeah, do. I do. Yep. I do. There you go. Right. Well, there we go. All right. Now. We have ended Producers Month. Yes. We're going into my one of my favorite times of year. Yeah. Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. Four mm. weeks yep. of Oktoberfests. I think that's true, yes. Starting next week. I cannot wait. Yeah. We've got Oktoberfests that we've never drank before. All of them. All of them. And it wasn't even that hard. No. <laughs> it was which hard is, to find stuff to talk about. Which is crazy because I'm looking across the table and I see one of them right now. Mm-hmm. And I there's a lot of German on that package. Yeah, but mm. we get it here at at our local V. Yes, yeah, that so, one we did. Yeah, yeah, which is which is awesome. Which says so much about beer culture now and how tastes have changed and how different. This one, I I have had this one. It is so completely different than any Oktoberfest that you've ever had. I can't wait to talk about I've it. I've never had it, so oh boy, yeah, I I haven't had any of the Oktoberfest coming up, oh. so. Yeah, I can't wait either. to talk about it. It's cool. going to be a fun, fun month for sure. So yeah, we got four of them. Yeah, yeah four of them. Yeah, four weeks of October. Four Fest. weeks Oktoberfest. Yep. There we yeah. go. Yeah, there we go. So from all different parts of the country too. So including Germany. Germany. There we go. Which I guess isn't part of the country. It's you know the world. Part of the world. There yeah. we go. All right. Yeah. Well, Brian, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.